welcome to another edition of Lady Wrestler, the story behind the story. This podcast expounds on issues explored in the documentary, Lady Wrestler, the amazing untold story of African-American women in the ring, which is now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. I'm Chris Bournet, and I directed the documentary. Lady Wrestler chronicles how trailblazing African-American women like Babs Wingo, Ethel Johnson, Marva Scott, Kathleen Wembley, and Ramona Isbell integrated pro wrestling in the 1950s and 60s. These women were to wrestling what Jackie Robinson was to Major League Baseball. So here's a question with no easy answer. What can wrestlers, wrestling fans, promoters, and everyone in the industry do to ensure that the sacrifices that were made by those original legends will not be in vain? What will it take to bring about continued progress for women, especially women of color, in the wrestling industry? Here to share her perspective is wrestling superstar Amber Rodriguez. Amber was trained by WWE's Dwayne Gill, known to wrestling fans as the comedic character Gilbert, according to ProWrestlingFandom.com. She made her debut in 2012. Amber's signature moves are Tequila Sunrise and Push-Up Face Buster. Her nicknames include the Bariqua Princess and the Bronx Bombshell. Her championships include winning Maryland Championship Wrestling an MCW Women's Championship. Now, just a heads up, Amber and I did our interview via Zoom. So the connection was a little choppy and there are certain places where the audio is a little rough. And if you happen to be watching this video on YouTube, you'll just see Amber's still photo instead of video of her talking. So with those housekeeping notes out of the way, without further ado, here is my interview with Amber Rodriguez. So you're from Alabama originally, correct? No, um, I'm originally from the DMV, um, the East Coast, because I've also oh. spent a lot of time in New York. Um, but I moved to Mobile, Alabama in um, 2019. I uh, got stationed here. Okay. And I understand that um, you and your older brother were sort of into wrestling when you were growing up. That's sort of how you got interested in it. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I started training when I was 15. So what exactly appealed to you about wrestling? Um, just the escape of it, honestly. Just um, getting into a different world. Like just getting to literally be someone else <laughs> and um, kind of escape from just day-to-day -day life. Um, I mean, you get a little bit of everything with wrestling. You know, you get soap opera, you know, you get the athleticism, you know, you get a performance, you know what I mean? Um, I just feel like I've always been in love with it since childhood. And then it's like, why not um, actually pursue something that you've always dreamed of doing? Um, so yeah, 
I mean, I just, I just feel like with nothing else, like you, nothing else gives you that feeling like when you step through the curtain or when you're in the ring and it's you, your opponent or opponents sometimes and like nothing else matters. Like it doesn't matter what happened at work yesterday. You know what I mean? Sure. So. How did your family react when you started wrestling? Um, not the most supportive at first. Uh, eventually they came around, um, which now that I myself am a parent, I kind of get it uh, to an extent. Just that fear because, you know, we all want our babies to be successful. You know, nobody wants um, for, their, for their kids to not um, have a life of abundance and, you know what I mean, just have them out of this life um but at the same time i just feel like support goes a long way you know like with my daughter i mean you know as long as it doesn't involve the street corner <laughs> you know like um i'm i'd be supportive of whatever it is that she wants to pursue sure. um but to answer your question yeah uh, like not the most supportive at first but i feel like once i showed uh you know, just persistence and resilience and that is really something I want to pursue and I looked at it as more of a career, um, then I think that's when they, they came around, uh, my dad especially. Sure. So how do you feel that uh, over the years, how how has women's wrestling um, progressed or advanced or, or do you feel it's advanced? Do you feel like um, wrestlers like yourself are taken seriously for the hard work that you put in and the talent you have, or is that something that's kind of still evolving? Um, I'm sorry, you were muffled a little bit. Are you asking, do I feel that I'm being taken seriously? Yeah, w well, women in general. Do you feel that? Women um, in general. Yeah, do you, do you feel that that's something that's, um, you know, something that's advanced in, in recent years, or do you feel like that's, you know, that's an area where progress still needs to be made? Yeah, uh, a little bit of both. So, um, on camera, women's wrestling has evolved so much and still evolving. And it's come such a long way. I mean, I, I said it on a podcast recently, like we've come so far from the lingerie pillow fights and bra and panties matches, you know what I mean? And to main eventing, you know, to two black women main eventing WrestleMania, like it's amazing the growth, but off camera, we still have a lot of progress to make. Like off camera, it really hasn't gotten anywhere as far as like, you know, just having more female trainers, more female creative writers, um, just more women in leadership roles, more female decision makers, um, you know, more female agents. Um, so yeah, backstage is just a lot of growth that still needs to happen. But on camera, we've, we've really come a long way. You know, one thing that I've uh, found that's been very interesting is, uh, you know, on my journey of making the documentary Lady Wrestler and speaking to male wrestling fans, male wrestling fans seem to have the utmost respect for female wrestlers. And they have an interest in seeing women's wrestling regardless of, of gender. 
So it seems like the demand is there for women's wrestling among the fans, but it almost seems like the industry hasn't caught up with the fans. And and what, what do you think the role of the fans are is in advancing women's wrestling? Do you think it's just, you know, fans posting more about women's wrestling on social media and, you know, tagging the promoters and the organizations or, or um, just kind of, you know, tuning in in greater numbers to the matches and, and coming out in greater numbers to the matches? What can the, what can the fans do to help advance women's wrestling? Um, honestly, everything that you just said, just not be quiet about it. Just continue to voice your opinion and voice what you want, you know, and what you want to see uh, out of these companies and just hold them accountable and put pressure on them to, um, you know, just step outside of the box and just really um, produce, you know, good quality women's wrestling. Um, A lot of places are doing it and there's a lot of fans that, you know, are showing their love for it and just, you know, demanding more of it and just showing their respect for it. And it's great, you know, so, as long as that continues to happen, you know, then I think it'll continue uh, to progress. Because, you know, on an indie level, there are still so many promoters or promotions that, you know, I don't see the value in it or, you know, like they, or they just want to throw in a random women's match with two girls that like just graduated from wrestling school. And it's like, you know, no shade, but you know it's it's just not cutting it anymore. You know there is value in it. You know there's so many options out there now. There's so many. There's so much diversity in women's wrestling, also these days that isn't being celebrated enough. You know even to where you know at a certain point you know your your female wrestler you know, she probably more than likely didn't have tattoos or were told that that wasn't marketable or had to have a certain shape, you know, look a certain way or, you know, be a certain size, Um, you know, to whereas now you've got women that are all different shapes, sizes, colors, tattoos, piercings, all types of stuff. And um, just that diversity should be celebrated uh, so much more. Um, I know I kind of got off into the weeds, but yeah, it's, I just, you know, I feel like the more fans express these things and notice these things, the more that other people would see that, you know, okay, this is profitable, this is, you know, uh, profitable. So, because that's what it's all about at the end of the day, is money. It's, it's a money game at the end of the day. Absolutely. And the women that I interviewed for Lady Wrestler, you know, they talked about their day back in the 50s and 60s and how Black women um, especially had to work harder. You know, not women, first of all, had to work harder than the men to be taken seriously. But Black women had to work doubly hard um, to even be taken as seriously as their white female uh, counterparts. Do you still find that to be the case or has that maybe gotten a little better? It's gotten a little better. Um, again, we still have a long ways to go. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, we we pay homage and we, we thank the women that broke down those barriers and opened those doors, you know what I mean? Like, um, uh, like Sweet Georgia 
Johnson and Ramona Isbell, they sort of came in on the tail end of the, you know, what was what was considered the golden age of women's wrestling from the 30s through the 50s. And that was sort of ushered in by a, a male promoter, Billy Wolf. And, you know, after Billy Wolf passed away in the 60s, w- women's wrestling sort of the popularity waned a little bit until the 80s, and you know, started kind of experiencing a renaissance with Glow and, and other promotions. So what what do you think can be done to kind of sustain the popularity of women's wrestling rather than going through these like boom and bust cycles where it's like popular, really popular for, you know, a number of years, then it kind of wanes, then it comes back and makes a, you know, revival. Like what can be done to, right, right. What's, what can be done so it's not looked at as like a fad or like, you know, just the, the popular wrestlers of the moment. And then, you know, when they retire, go out of the business, uh, you know, the women coming behind them have to rebuild the whole uh, business up, up again. What what can be done, to, you know, so there's a consistent um, can, support for women's wrestling? Just, like, not allowing it to be set back. Like, we have to put our foot down, you know what I mean, and not take on roles that don't make us look good. You know, like, if a promoter pitches an idea to you that, sounds like something that probably would have worked in 98 but these days it's just like we've come so far from that then don't do it you know what I mean like it comes with us standing firm also like you know it's funny how you mentioned like how can the fans contribute because they are a huge contribution because wrestling is all about like wrestling's always evolving wrestling's always about what's trending and you know just keeping up with the times and keeping up with you know trends and what's current and you know so I feel like as long as women's wrestling stays a topic as long as it stays in the conversation then it'll kind of uh uh you know correspond with promotions and you know promoters saying like you know this is something that we have to have on here we have to feature the women have to showcase the women you know because this is what people want to see Right. Absolutely. So for you, what, what is your, what is your training regimen? Like, do you have, 
like a different training regimen when you have a big event or big match coming up as, as opposed to like your just daily kind of maintenance um, training regimen? I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never know when the phone's going to ring. You know what I mean? So whether it's a big match or just, you know, um, I don't mean to sound like insulting, but just like, I don't know, just like a regular like match or somebody that I've worked like a million times or, you know, if it's something that's like, you know, a, a big showcase type deal or whatever, um, whatever the match is, like I train the same, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm always upping my intensity. I'm always pushing my body, I'm always pushing myself. Um, you know, being in the military has really taught me, um, just more about like pushing my body to its limit. So um, yeah, I uh, train at Elevate Pro um, every Monday, except this week I didn't go on Monday, so I'm making up for it by going today. <laughs> um, so yeah, I train at Elevate Pro at least every week. Um, and then the gym, I actually uh, go to the gym on my lunch break at work. And then again, when I get off work and then I'll head to training um or you know like i'll just go uh right around with my daughter or whatever like I, I always try to stay pretty active um and then even after training or after um my other job being uh in a session you know sometimes after that i'm still like a week if i still have some energy then i'll um go for a run or something like that so i'm always always moving around and yeah that's what it's really about and then you know for me like I, I gotta keep myself um disciplined with training because like my weight fluctuates so much so yeah I always say like you never know when the phone's gonna ring so just you know you gotta keep in good shape and you gotta keep busy sure uh, I know you said you would support your daughter in whatever she decides to do. Has she expressed an interest in, in wrestling or is that something that she's even, um, you know, into? And how old is she? Well, she's three. So right now she wants to be a friend. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> which, which she can absolutely do. But I'm like, you want to be a queen, like aim higher. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, she likes wrestling. Um but yeah, she hasn't really, you know, she's only three, so. Sure. Um, but she's very, like, into um, just being athletic in general. Like, she dances. She works out with me, actually. We go jogging together sometimes, and I have to keep up with her. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's, she's going to be a fit girl. <laughs> Absolutely. Apple doesn't fall far far from the tree as they say right yeah do you have any uh events or or matches coming up or anything that you would like uh people to know about that's that's coming up sometime soon uh yes so june 18th i'm back in houston for renegade wrestling revolution and the next day june 19th i'm in holy alabama for people for wrestling Awesome. And how can people follow you on social media? What, what are your handles? So Instagram and Twitter are the same at one Amber Rodriguez. Um, and Facebook uh, fan page, Amber Rodriguez. 
Um, I also have my very own line of skincare products. So on Instagram, it's Ashley Renee Beauty um, LLC. And then uh, we also have our website, AshleyReneeBeauty.com. Congratulations on, on the skincare line. How did you how did you get interested in that? Was was sort of being an entrepreneur, was that something that kind of uh, always appealed to you? So it kind of happened by accident. Um, oh. So my sister, who uh, is co-owner, it, it was completely her idea. Um, she made her own. She didn't like any of the lip scrubs she would buy in the store, so she made her own lip scrub. And um, she's like, I'm thinking about like giving people samples and stuff, and I'm like, girl, like you need to sell this. You know, <laughs> like it's really good. And so. And I was like, oh, I can make a body scrub. And then it turned into, she's like, well, I can make a highlighter too. And I'm like, well, I can make lip gloss. She's like, well, I can make it. I'm like, we can make all these things and like sell it like a product line. So that's how that happened. <laughs> awesome. Well, Amber, you sound like a very multifaceted and busy woman. So again, I appreciate you making the time to speak with me. Big thanks again to Amber Rodriguez for sharing those insights from someone on the inside of the industry, someone who is doing the work every single day. The interview with Amber is part of a series of interviews with wrestling insiders on Lady Wrestler, the story behind the story. To catch future episodes, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to get the whole story, be sure to stream the Lady Wrestler documentary on Amazon Prime Video. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Catch you next time.